WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. No other way to say this. What the hell is going on in Boston? The mayor in Boston sends a holiday party invite meant only for, quote, electeds of color, dividing the city council. In other words, no white people allowed. One outgoing council member says the move was unfortunate and divisive, to say the least. Here in New York City, This is the best way I can put this in perspective. There was an old tradition around this time of year, the holidays, where the mayor of New York City, no matter who the mayor happened to be, would have a very intimate, exclusive dinner at Gracie Mansion for top city hall reporters. And so... I was included in this for the last uh, 20, 25 years. And can you imagine, uh, probably definitely longer than that, because I started going under under Ed Koch, and then it passed on to Dinkins and then through the years, and then they opened it up to all the media in which it lost its uh, special meaning, and I don't know what they do now. Can you imagine, for example... If Rudy Giuliani, then mayor of New York City, said Dominic cannot attend my holiday party, my holiday dinner, because he is black. Can you imagine if Giuliani said that? The uproar that would have been international. This is how this has been covered and the local Boston media. Tonight, Boston's Mayor Michelle Wu admits that a mistake was made in an invitation to a holiday party. Members of the Boston City Council received an email invitation to what's called a gathering of electeds of color. Not all members of the council fit that description. I think we've had individual conversations with everyone so people understand that it was truly just a, an honest mistake that went out in, in typing the email field. And um, I look forward to celebrating with everyone at the holiday parties that we will have besides this one as well. So um, it is my intention that we can, again, um, be a city that lives our values and create space for all kinds of communities to come together. The mayor apologizing for any confusion that the original email created. What is going on in the world? Something is terribly, terribly, terribly wrong with the way that we think. With the way that we think. How do you say, I'm going to have a party for only minorities, a Christmas party? 
when everything that you do is on the public dime. You're not in some private office. You're the mayor of Boston. The mayor of Boston, Mayor Wu, why in the world would you do something like this? You you have parties that, that are inclusionary. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. That's one of the stories that we are covering, the situation up in Boston. Also, Israel a trial of flooding the tunnels, the Hamas tunnels that we've heard so much about, proves to be very successful. Now, Israel has just released this information just hours ago, and uh, Israel says that it does have intelligence on the, the hostage locations, right, in these tunnels and won't take steps with the flooding to endanger them. But Hamas is countering, as you would expect for them to do, that the terror group tunnels are engineered to withstand such tactics. But it's a good thing that Israel has begun pumping seawater into those Hamas tunnels in Gaza as part of the military's plan to destroy the terror group's vast underground network where many of the hostages are still believed to be held. So it is a risk. It is a risk to flood them, but it is a risk that Israel must take. Now, the water from the Mediterranean is one of several measures the Israel Defense Forces is using to clear and decimate the miles and miles of intertwined tunnels. And the Wall Street Journal was the uh, first organization to to reveal this story. And so we're about to start with your telephone calls in just a second. But another story we're covering this morning, ex-Obama advisor David Axelrod. We all know his name, and, um, you know, he's on CNN quite a bit. And he keeps issuing these warnings to President Biden, that Biden is in deep, deep trouble, that his low approval rating is, quote, very, very dark news for the campaign. So Axelrod, again, this is Obama's top advisor, has a has a podcast, and he's had some bad things to say uh, about uh, President Biden And uh, he's referencing what you're about to hear, a recent Wall Street Journal poll, which is um, on on about his, um, it includes his podcast, and it's titled Hacks on Tap. And the Wall Street Journal poll shows that 37% of voters approving, that's only 37%, of voters approving the 81-year-old president's job in the Oval Office with 61% holding an unfavorable view of the incumbent. The same poll has former President Donald Trump leading Biden by four points in a head-to-head matchup and by six points with independent candidates in the mix. 
I want you to listen. We see your calls coming in about Boston. We're about to start with them. I want you to listen to what David Axelrod has to say about Biden's troubles. The Wall Street Journal poll was, you know, very, very dark in terms from a Biden standpoint, Uh, you know, job approval down, ratings generally down. Most of the comparatives with Trump, not good. And the one that I think was most alarming uh, from my standpoint was when they asked if uh, Biden's policies uh, and Trump's policies when they were president were helpful to people. Did people think they were helped uh, in their lives? Only 23% of voters say Biden's policies have helped them personally, while 53% said they have been hurt by the president's agenda. By contrast, about half of voters say Trump's policies when he was president helped them personally more than uh, 37%, uh, more than the 37% who said they were hurt. You know, what I worry about you guys from a Biden standpoint is, um, these are the kind of things you get when people are starting to rationalize their votes. Oh, look, they're ready to fire Biden. You know, that's the problem. And they just put out another photo op with the Bidenomics sign next to him. You know, I don't, yeah. I, I just, it is unbelievable to me. You see the Michigan data, I think CNN had or somebody. Yeah, two CNN polls. One in Georgia yeah. had uh, Trump up by five. One in uh, Michigan had uh, Trump up by 10, a state that the governor, Democratic governor, won by 10 points just last November. And so that's David Axelrod, Mr. Democrat himself, when it comes to our consultants. And he keeps issuing these warning signs that Biden is in all likelihood going down in defeat. I told you, folks, Trump is returning to the White House. But let's let's begin with the Democratic mayor of Boston, who's come under fire. After she sent out, and I'll come back to Israel, invitations for a holiday party intended only for minority city council members. Michelle Wu, the city's first Asian-American mayor, recently had her aide send out an email for the event, right? But it was only for minorities. What type of nonsense is this? When I say to you folks, this is what I'm talking about. When I say the George Floyd situation set this country back many, many years, that people would feel comfortable to send out an invitation. Now, now, if you say a party is predominantly this or that, okay, no problem. But you don't say it. The people that show up, if they just happen to be predominantly of one group, whatever. But it's open to everyone. These are public dollars. Let's start with your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Robert Suffolk County, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. The city council should immediately resolve to have the mayor removed from office for blatant discrimination. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Many many of these city councils, uh, look at New York City. Do you think something like that would happen in New York City to, to make a move to, to remove the mayor? It's not going to happen. The politics, not- Robert, what I'm trying to say, 
the politics of what's going on in our country. It's very, very dangerous. Yeah, I think you're right about uh, what the aftermath of Floyd. And so how 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 do we fix this, Robert? Where where we we try to to come back uh, together? How, how do we fix this? Because the Floyd situation told people of color that you're a permanent victim and you're entitled to feel uh, that you've been discriminated against your entire life and that your, your theory is correct. How do we, how do we come back together? Well, the sensitivity training could be perhaps one, but there has to be a price, maybe litigation also. I don't know. I mean, how, how do you, how do you have a holiday party? And basically say it's only for black folks. How do you how do you do that with public dollars in the city of Boston? I mean, I, I, I'm 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 at a loss of words. Robert, thank you. Thank you uh so much for your uh for your call. Let's go to Andrew in New Jersey. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yeah, my wife, she is Asian. She would never attend a Asian only, you know, a minority, that would be like shocking. You would think that was so bad, but I wanted to talk about, um, like you were saying with race relations and people said the professor, the president of Harvard, Miss Gay, that if you don't support her side with her, it's racism or white supremacy. And I, I see it exactly the opposite. I say, if you support someone that's not qualified just because they're black, to me, that's being racist towards black people. And ironically, the lady that she plagiarized from is black, so it proves that black people are capable and qualified because the lady, other ladies, black, and you're you're African American, you're qualified. And when you look at historical examples too, when black people got the first opportunities to go to charter schools or in, um, you know, like science, Dr. Ben Carson, the charter school though the kids did better than their white you know, fellow students from the same demographics. Dr. Ben Carson was the first human being ever to separate conjoined twins. And the previous attempts, they died. It wasn't like, okay, we can separate. So so to say like that someone is, you know, you have to side with them just because they're black when they're not qualified, that to me, that is racism. And it, I would see from your standpoint, too, like you, President Trump said it best, Dominic, you're the best. I don't see why aren't you doing the national shows. Frankly, you're better. So from your point of view, you know that you're qualified. It's not somebody, you know, siding with you, affirmative action. You made it and you're excellent at it. So you're a great example also. Thank you, Andrew. That's that's very, very kind of uh very, very kind of you to say. Thank you, my friend, and happy holidays to you and your wife. And I, ju- I just, I, I, Andrew, I just, I don't understand the world that we live in today where people think that this is okay. The Asian-American mayor of Boston says, I'm having a party, one of the parties, and it's only for, basically, it's only for black uh, council members. Basically. When 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 uh, when almost half of the council happens to be white, how is that? Thank you for the call. How is that bringing people together? 
The mayor says uh, that it's an honest uh, mistake. But this is a this is a Harvard educated woman. Maybe maybe that's where it starts. Harvard educated woman married to a white man and. I understand to the far left this plays well. We're having a party uh, for only the minority uh, lawmakers, but y- you've got to govern. You've got to run the entire city. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. I think it should be queuing ebony and ivory again tonight. Uh, mm. I think that may be in that mm. may be in order. Um. I'm just thinking, would would Martin Luther King... There you go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Norman. I'm just wondering if if Martin Luther King Jr. would have attended such a party. uh, I'm just wondering wondering what our civil, civil rights leaders would be thinking about this of the past if they were alive today to witness this stuff. Yeah, I, I just don't I don't understand if if you're the mayor of Boston, how is what, what her actions? How is that going to help you politically? Sure, to 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 the um, I, I call them you're going to mm-hmm. think I'm a little weird here, Norman. I, I call them the Africa Bambada crowd. Those are the far <laughs> left, far left nuts. That, you know, yes. everything, you know, the black man and, you know, the cause and brother, brother Carter, you're not a journalist first. You're a black man first. That type of crowd. Right. And so yeah. it may help her with those nuts, but you've got to run. You've got to run an entire city. Norman, Norman, I thank you. Thank you for the call. Look forward to chatting with you again soon. Let's go to Jeff in Connecticut. Good morning, Jeff. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Always a great show. Thank you. Um, I just want to point out that this isn't Michelle Wu's first uh, misstep. You know, when she was dealing with the police union and when she was dealing with snow removal, her comment was she was tired of dealing with white problems. What? Wait, snow snow is, is a white problem? She that was her her comment was that she had too many white problems to deal with between the police department and uh, negotiations with the union and with the snow removal. Sick. This woman is sick. And and she's the mayor. She's the mayor. She's the mayor. She's the mayor. Um, I, I mean, again, I, I uh, again, again, again. Right. So to Rudy Giuliani's credit. Let me tell you the type of guy, and I've said this over and over, and I'll continue to say it. Rudy knew that every day I was coming to City Hall to rip his lungs out. He knew it. Everybody knew it. His, <laughs> his press secretary knew it. Uh, uh, Rudy has said himself that they would, they would have a meeting about what question I might ask that day. He's talked about this openly. And now remember, he's not just talking to me. He's the mayor of New York. So television cameras from all over the city, all over this country, all international cameras are there at the news conference. And every day, Rudy knew that I was coming at him with everything I had, and he still took the question. And because he's supposed to as the mayor of New York City. Can you imagine if Giuliani said, right, 
Uh, Dominic can't come to my holiday par- party this year because it's for whites only. He, you know, he's black. He can't come. Can you imagine what would have happened to Giuliani if he said something like that? Oh, it, it, it meant a, it, a crap storm. <laughs> I mean, it'd have been over. It'd have been over. It, I, it's but but yet, it seems like the Asian American mayor. And thank you for the call, Jeff. Thank it you. seems like the the Asian American mayor. It almost seems like she's getting a pass. How do you exclude white people from your from your holiday party? Sandra, New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, good morning, Dominic. When I first heard this, the very first thought that came to my mind was maybe she's trying to give a message how when many, many, many years ago, Whites didn't allow blacks into many situations. Maybe she's going to say, let's show you how it feels. So we're going to have a party and we're not inviting you this time. What do you think of that? Um, if, if, the, if this were the, uh, the late sixties, then maybe Sandra, maybe I might consider that, but it's 2023 and we're supposed we're supposed to be coming together as a people. I know. I, I wish, and I, I wish that, and and I know that. But maybe I don't know. That that was the first thought that came to my mind. But I don't know. So like, so like, let me let me just go through what happens in New York State. So you have the Black and Latino Caucus. You also have the same uh, in Washington, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. They, these are organizations that 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 cater mostly to the issues of people of color, but it's not, it's not limited to just um, uh, black people at the caucus weekend uh, uh, up in Albany. Uh, you, you, you have, you, you have as, as many whites uh, in attendance as, as you do um, uh, people of color. And so this is just not going to help us. I'm going to thank you for the call, Sandra. I'm now going to uh, bring in two callers together. I'm going to bring in Robert in Philadelphia and Peter in Manhattan. And so I say good morning to both of you. Let's see here. Let's let's begin with uh, with you, Robert. And Peter's listening to you live. And then we'll have Peter respond. Go right ahead, Robert. Okay. well, I guess it's safe to assume that they didn't play white Christmas at the party. Um, you know, the ironic thing about this, Dominic, is that her husband is white. And Correct. I'm wondering if maybe she just didn't want him crashing a party and she was desperate. I don't know. But to be serious, um, this isn't new. To, this isn't a new thing. Uh, the mayor in Chicago said she wouldn't take questions from white reporters. The mayor in San Francisco said the same thing. It's what you get when you're in a a bubble in a blue area where everything against it's just like um the crt it's okay to discriminate against white people to pay for past discrimination which is the complete opposite of where we want to go but it's not really a surprise to me it just amazes me that they still get away with it and i don't think they would if we had an honest media Um, that was really the point i was trying to make i'm not i've never never met peter before okay all right well well well, hold hold on for a second peter is one that's strong in his beliefs 
uh, very pro-black. Let's see what Peter has to say. Good morning, Peter. Robert yes. is listening to you live. Uh, good morning. I remember when Irish, Italian, and Jews were not considered white enough. But that being said, the fact is, the woman did apologize, Dominic. Why do you have such animosity towards your own people? You made the Chinese woman black in order to strengthen your ridiculous diatribe. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You said I made her black? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, originally you tried to give the audience the impression by leaving out the woman's race that it was a black thing. Oh, so, so that, that's, wait, what wait, I, that's what wait, I tried Dominic, to do, Peter? Dominic, on, Peter. You're not, Dominic, you're not black. You're colored. Black is a state of mind, and you haven't reached that level of intelligence yet. Thank you. Wait, Peter, don't hang up. Don't please don't hang up, Peter. You still see that? Okay, so you know what, Peter? From now on, I'm not taking your call because it's a cheap shot that you call up, you get your rocks off, and then you hang up. So call another program. I'm not taking your calls anymore. This is the second night in a row that you say some outrageous. I wish I could really say what I want to say to you, Peter, because I really would tell you, kiss my black but I don't want to lose my job. I have had it with your crazy, can I say a SS? Oh, I can't say that. I can say that on the radio. I have had it with your crazy ass shit. Oh, excuse me. With your crazy ass stuff. I have had it with your nonsense. Robert, you still with me? Uh, Yes, sir. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. You see, Robert, you didn't hang up. You didn't hang up. I never, I never do. You know, we're all strong in our beliefs. I get that, but you know, you you, you got to live too. Um, but I'm an Irish, Irish American. Um, as you know, my wife, twenty years, is is, is an African American woman, and things have been going on just fine. But the Democrats' only straw is the race. They need to keep us divided. That's what they are all about. And as long as they can keep us divided and they have the corrupt media on their side, they're going to be able to get away with whatever they want to get away with. But, Dom, don't worry about it, man, because society, the rest of this, we're continuing to move along. These scabs that they're opening are only going to blow up in their faces in the end, okay? Hmm. Again, sanity will prevail in the end. And I really appreciate your time and your show, and you have a great night, man. Thank you, Robert, in Philadelphia. Let's go from Philly to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Deborah. Good morning, Deborah. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. How are you? Uh, Maybe if she's consistent, which she could say whatever she wants, she could also announce that she's not going to take taxpayers' money that are white. Hmm. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, why don't you go all the way? If you right. don't want them at your party, you don't want their money. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I just, I don't see the upside to doing something like this. Of course not. And, and, no and, and, it's the, and, and in the holiday time, should, isn't that the time that we really should be inclusive? Of course. I mean, I, course. Deborah, I, I, I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't see, listen, everything a politician does, they're looking for an upside. And besides yeah playing to the kooks that are on the far, far left, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't understand why would you do something like this when you're the mayor? I, I mean, I, I just don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah, they, they may clap for you when you go to the black church, your next appearance, but then what about all the rest of the other communities? Exactly. When, when, they, know, when they know how you really feel. Exactly. Well, she's been revealed. She's been revealed, so that's very good, right? 
And then maybe somebody else could take her place that deserves the job, correct? Well, but therein lies the problem. You gotta, you gotta run. You gotta raise money, and you gotta win. Deborah, thank you for the call. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to update you on the situation as well as it relates to um, Israel and uh, Israel's plan, where they're considering uh, flooding the tunnels with salt water. And I say, bravo! Let let the water flow. When we come back, Brooklyn, Jericho, upstate New York, Staten Island, and more of your calls. Talk Radio 77, Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And uh, we are back. Dominic Carter here with you on this Friday morning. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A couple of... um, Quick points. Folks, uh, I hear everything that, that you folks say to me. I don't respond to everything. I can't respond to everything because it's only an hour program, and, and I could go on for four to five hours making corrections. So, for example, I got an email. I got a call last night where some person said that um, Dr. Gay was the first person of color to be a president at an Ivy League school. Of course, I knew that was true. I didn't correct it. What happens today? I get an email that I should have corrected. I can't correct everything. So sometimes I'll just let you folks talk. If it's a major error, I I will correct it. But some things, you know, we just keep it moving. And so all the call, all the lines are lit up. So if you're trying to reach me right now as we're talking about this idiotic move by the mayor of Boston, she's Harvard educated. But sometimes you can have the best of educational credentials and be as dumb as dumb. The mayor of Boston that has a Christmas party and oops, the invitations got out to the white council members as well that they were not invited. It was only for uh, people of color the council members, and this is from the mayor using your tax dollars, not just black tax dollars, not just Latino tax dollars, not just Asian tax dollars, everybody's tax dollars, and she's excluding folks. You can reach me on Twitter if you want to um, comment on this issue. Uh, You could reach me. At Dominic TV, I'm looking uh, at some of the comments now and a tweet coming in from uh, my dear friend Norman Seabrook, the former uh, president of the uh, Correction Officers uh, uh, Union. Uh, You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. You can follow me. You can tweet me. But understand, I may use your comment live. Like I'm going to get to an email a bit later that Audrey sent me that is totally counterproductive. 
The email basically said, well, why is the situation with Dr. Gay a big problem? America has historical issues with race and so on. In other words, focus on that, not on Dr. Gay. (laughs) Kids are kicked out of college if they're caught plagiarizing, right? Kids are kicked out of college if they're caught plagiarizing. So what's Harvard going to do now when the very top, the president of the university, has done exactly the same thing? Oops, oops, oops. We, we want to make a couple of uh, corrections to her dissertation. Uh, we, need, we need to make the proper uh, 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 credential remarks now uh, for, for work that she lifted. You Notice the word I use, lifted from another black woman. We are uh, taking your calls. Let's go to Stephen in Brooklyn. Good morning, Stephen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. And you've always been my favorite host. I used to love watching you when you were on New York One. And one thing I always admired about you, you always gave different sides a fair shake, which is really hard with a lot of people these days. And a lot of people notice that and, and miss you to this day. Uh, about the subject we're all talking about with uh, uh, Mayor Wu of Boston. Yes, of course, it, it, it's very sad that during the holiday season, especially, that there's such division. But what, what I also, I'm dumbfounded because, you know, I notice a lot of these people, the, these leftists who push these identity politics, whether it's Michelle Wu, whether it's Ihan Omar or AOC of the squad, or whether it's even Kamala Harris or uh, uh, New York Congressman Naidi of Velasquez, one thing, what do all these leftist uh, identity politics uh, politicians have in common who are women of color? They all are married or are involved with white male partners. Very interesting and very hypocritical. Now, well, people well, you, you, know, you know what, Stephen? You know what, Stephen? I, I'm I'm so glad that you said that. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave that one alone. But it, it is amazing to me that you have these far, far, far left politics, but in your personal life, it's just the opposite. Please continue. Yes, and, and let me be crystal clear. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with interracial right, relations. Right. No, nothing nothing at all. wrong with interfaith relations. Nothing wrong with same sex. I'm just making an example of the blatant contrast to what they're pushing. Now, let's just imagine that Mayor Wolf was the opposite. Oh let's my say God. there was a, a mayor who was a white male who had an office party, and he had an Asian-American wife or a minority wife, but he sent envelopes to everyone in the city council, including the minority members, but saying this would be for Euro-Americans only. You would never hear the end of it, and... You know, it just shows you a lot of people who protest. you got to protest, and I stand against it. When someone attacks someone, regardless of anyone, whether it's anti-black, anti-Jewish, anti-Hispanic, or, yes, even anti-white, I'm going to be equally outraged. And the problem is too many politicians cherry-pick. I'm sure you're a longtime New Yorker like, like myself, and I remember growing up, uh, New York was known as the three eyes, Ireland, Italy, and Israel. Yes, New York has changed in so many ways. But the point is you have to respect everyone. And, you know, no one, you know, when you speak out against one group, 
you have to uh, you know say no no group should be singled out why others are not that's how you bring people together of all backgrounds middle class working class you have real unity by speaking out against hatred of all groups and after 911 when that horrible t- when there were individual people who are muslims who were singled out i spoke out against that too but the truth of the matter is a lot of the hate is disproportionate most of the anti-religious bias is overwhelmingly anti-Semitic. And if it was the other way around, like say it was anti you would never hear the end of it. So the point is the left is good about talking about bigotry, but they cherry pick their outrage. They always have. And that's what makes them morally bankrupt. Dominic, Correct. we need to. Correct. Stephen, thank you for that wonderful comment. And again, Going back to, okay, so I covered Koch, I covered Giuliani, covered them all, right? So can you imagine if Koch, and Koch, New York was very polarized when he was in office, as well as Giuliani. If Koch or Giuliani said that, the there would be a hundred live trucks, satellite trucks, international reporters, the racist mayor of New York City must go. That would be the headline around the world. But we have this mayor in Boston, Asian-American woman, and she is getting, it appears, away with something like this. I just want to share with you folks. You know, you know, I take Audrey's calls when she calls, but um, I I just want to share because sometimes I don't know. I don't know what people are smoking or what they're drinking or how they're clouded by their lives. So this was right after yesterday's uh, show in which I said the uh, president of uh, Harvard has to go. She has to go, period. This, And I'm going to read the entire email from Audrey so that she feels unfair to her. And Audrey said to me, it's definitely not that serious if Harvard president resigns or not. Okay, so wait, let me stop, folks. So you what do you think is going to happen the next time Harvard kicks out a student for plagiarizing? Don't you think that their well-established parents are going to sue immediately, claiming that the president of the institution plagiarized, but she didn't lose her job. She didn't have to go. So why must Johnny go? Why must Michelle go? Parents of means are going to say, absolutely not. You tolerated your black president. Uh, plagiarizing, and you want to chastise my child? I don't think so. I'll see you in court. But anyway, Audrey says it's definitely not that serious if Harvard president resigns or not. Nobody has ever addressed the truth. This is what I'm going off off gear here, folks. This is what always happens. You forget what we're talking about, and you want to go to your point. So Audrey says uh, nobody has ever addressed the truth capitalized words, about America's history. Never fear the truth of the many massacres done by KKK or Tulsa or Red Summer riots, etc. FYI, Black Lives Matter started in Europe after Trayvon Martin's murder in 2012. When was America capitalized? Great, capitalized. 1865, 1868, 
it could be great if color wasn't an issue. So, Audrey, my dear friend, maybe you need to copy your email you sent me and send it to the mayor of Boston, the Asian-American woman that wants to have a uh, minorities-only Christmas party excluding whites. Tony in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Happy holidays. Same to you and your family. And peace on earth, goodwill to men. (laughs) So I just wanted to say, you know, the way it was laid out, and I don't want to overkill the topic, but Ms. Wu kind of said her assistant, you know, was a mistake. But my gut, and I'll just say this as a person who's not a minority. No, 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 wait, 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 Tony, Tony. The mistake was that it went to all the council members. The mistake was not right. it was that that it was only a minorities. She's not she's not running away from that. The only mistake right. she's acknowledging is that it was sent out to the people that it should not have been sent out to, the white people. But go ahead. Correct. So so that mistake, right, I feel was was almost intentional. You know, as a person who's not in the minority, I feel, you know, it played out this way. But, you know, that was a good way for her to kind of get away with it and just say, oops, mistake. That's just my gut. I, I don't think it was intentional. You, you'd be surprised. You know, I I don't even want to start about qualifications, about the people right. that they're hiring. I don't even want to go there. We're going to leave that one alone, Tony. But right. some of these people, some of these people are incompetent. And the the aide sent it out to all the council members, and now the mayor's got an international problem because the aide sent it out to all the uh, members. Let's go to Mark in upstate New York, I believe. Good morning, Mark. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Yes, uh, I I just wanted to make a point uh, about uh, the racial race issue. Um, Anybody that knows the history of this country uh, with that with hit, with uh, slavery would be it has to be appalled. But the problem that I have with, with having my whiteness held against me is this: my earliest descendant came from Ireland in 1878. Okay, I was raised in a conservative conservative um, uh, Catholic household, colorblind completely. Okay. And that came from Mark, both Mark, my parents. Mark, Mark, I have to be honest with you. I don't think there's a, a totally colorblind uh, family. I, I, you, you may think it is, but I don't think so. Go All ahead. Right. But what, what I'm trying to get to is these are values that my grandparents and my great-grandparents started to instill 100 years ago, okay, to, write, to, to have the right attitude about race. And when things are said to me which are, uh, are about being white, they're not only inaccurate, they do a big disservice to people that are long gone that tried to instill the right values. And uh, it's just like, I don't know where this, when, when it changes or how it changes. That's really all I want to say. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I, you know, I, I just don't know. I mean, if I, if I happen to be an advisor to the mayor of Boston, I would have said, Madam Mayor, um. <sighs> You can, if you want to have just people of color, fine, but you got to open it up to everybody because if this gets out that you're only inviting people of color, it is going to be a massive, massive problem. 
When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your calls from Staten Island to Connecticut, Jericho, and around the tri-state area. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Poor Bill de Blasio. Man, Mr. Mayor, you got to ask these basic questions. Honey, are, are you married before we date? I mean, it's a pretty basic question, especially considering, Mr. Mayor, that your wife is home. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor, in the house. I, You know, I, I don't know. Hey, hey, I'm going to leave that alone. You know, the marriage, you know, what's going on in their bedroom, the mayor, the former mayor and his wife. But Bill de Blasio's new fling, the one that he's in the post with, holding hands. Oops, she's still married. Her husband says, though she claims they're getting a divorce. Christy Stark told the Post in a text message Thursday, you can't make this up, that she and her husband are in the process of getting a divorce. Sounds good. Sounds legit. Only the husband doesn't know. The husband claims, and he apparently lives in Michigan or whatever, that um, he says that they're still married after tying the knot about 12 years ago and having two children together. He also claims he doesn't know anything about de Blasio and his wife dating or spending a night out in the city's, uh, one of the city's communities. And he says, I don't know anything about my wife holding hands with Bill de Blasio during an awkward phone call from Michigan Thursday afternoon. Mr. Mayor. Um, you were the worst mayor ever, but let bygones be bygones. You're gone. You're out of office. Now you're trying to get on with your life. I get it. It's a simple question, Mr. Mayor. Excuse me, Becky. Excuse me, honey. Um, are you married? Oh, you are. Okay. Well, you're not married. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's go out. Let's go out. Because when you parade around town holding the woman's hands, Mr. Mayor, the first thing we in the fourth state are going to do is thoroughly go through her background. And if she's married, oops, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to uh, Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you. You know what? There is a real perversion of history going on, you know, when it comes down to this race, this racial stuff. And if you go back in history to slavery, that they want to blame everything on the white man. The truth of the matter is, is that back in the colonies, the British colonies. I really don't like history lessons because it's based on your interpretation. But please continue. Okay, well, you know what? Originally, it was they were indentured servants. Okay, the ones that came from africa who were sold by other africans okay. and again traders. this is based on your interpretation this is why i have a problem with people calling up giving me history lessons is there another uh, okay. point you want to make not, i i don't I, I i apologize i'm not trying to give you history lessons it's just stuff that i've read okay right but um, but but my point is that doesn't mean that it's true because you read it okay then perhaps it's not okay but anyway you know Human history, slavery has been a fact of the matter, okay? But at some point, you know, we, this country has changed. 
and we all have to find a way together, and we're, and we're being divided unnecessarily. Yes, yes. Okay, and and if you look at the human condition of everything, you know, in the past, okay, it's been a story of conquest. You know, when the when the pilgrims and the settlers came to this country, they didn't come to a land of paradise where everybody lived together. You know, the the the, the Indians they they fought and they conquered each other. You know, and this has been the story of mankind. So now to sit there and to take our civilization, the United States of America, that's been a melting pot, you know, where we're all supposed to get together and come together and have a culture, you know, and now to try and divide us on things that have happened in the past, it just makes no sense. Agreed. Agreed. And I thank you for your call. Let's go to Pat in Connecticut. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, it's been a while, buddy. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. Um, hey, I just want to say, when we were in the military, or when I was in the military with my battles, it didn't matter if you were green, white, Irish. We were all one color. We were green. We all had each other's back. I had platoon sergeants that were colored, and they treated me just like one of their own. And it really didn't matter, Dominic. I think society should take a lesson from the military. Fair, Fair point. Fair point. When you're dodging bullets, race race doesn't really uh, doesn't go, go at the top of the list of what's going on. No. What, what do you make of what the uh, mayor of Boston uh, did? I think it's disgusting. I, I think she's totally out of line. She should be fired. My buddy just ran for mayor in Milford, and uh, he's Italian, and he looks at everybody the same. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you for the uh, call, Pat, in Connecticut. Let's go to Russ in White Plains. Good morning, Russ. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. How are you? Good. Good morning. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. I'd like to know uh, if you if you think that the salt water in the tunnels is going to help the women who've been multiple raped that are being held down there, the hostages, or is that the wrong thing to do? I think that uh, Israel... Uh, must rid the world of these animals called Hamas. And these animals are going to put one or two women down there to make sure and tie them up to make sure that they drown. And it's unfortunate uh, with Israel. It's unfortunate that these innocent women are going to be used as tools of Hamas. But I think that the, that rust that the tunnels have to go. And at this point, by, by any means necessary. Okay, that means the ends justify the means, and that's what war crimes are formed from. When you say the ends justify the means, you're committing war crimes. But I want to ask you, Dominic, the little 17-year-old Israeli girl who wait, was okay, released Wait, 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 Russ, 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 how many times are you going to yes, ask sir. me about the 17-year-old girl who's released with her dog? How many? You've been asking me this for a week. How I'm going to ask you until you answer. Okay, you okay, answer? So, I mean, so, okay, so what is it that you want to know? Well, oh, right. you know, she wasn't she wasn't want, raped, right? That's what that's what you say. Well, uh, listen, they, these rapes and these uh, babies being killed are are propaganda, and you shouldn't keep elevating it, Dominic. Right? You know, you're you're a professional journalist. Even right. Netanyahu doesn't talk about forty dead babies anymore. Okay, and Biden was lying so, so, about so, that. So, so it didn't happen at all, Russ? Huh? There are no forty babies. Okay, all you're so, doing so is so Russ, so Russ, what, so Russ. Explain this to me, my friend. Why do you love taking the opposite uh, answer 
no matter what, mm-hmm. when you don't have facts to back up your case? Well, you know, I, I heard Andrew calling, Peter calling, and I was hoping that, you you know, your cage fight with Peter and the other guy was going to be enough. Right, but, 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 your, but your man Peter hung up. You, in my community, you know what we call that. He hung up. Well, you told him never to call back. But I after, hope he after he hung up, you're missing the key words. He hung up. I'm here. Well, I'm here. Well, Russ, I need you to I get know, to your point. We got a lot of calls. Go ahead. My point is, please do not look away. The power of observation is, is powerful. The 17-year-old girl wasn't raped. She would have been a great candidate. Even her dog wasn't hurt. Okay, so, so how do you know what happened to her in private? How do you know? Well, they've interviewed her. They interviewed the other hostages. They've said they're well-treated. These things aren't going on. Okay, please so, don't call them animals. So, so, please so, don't do that wait, anymore. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you don't want me to call Hamas animals? That's right. Okay, it's okay, bigoted. okay, Russ, 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 you're right. Uh-huh. You're right. I'm wrong. I won't call them animals anymore, okay. right? I, I will I call them savage, rab- savage rabbit dogs. How about that? Why don't you add vermin and rats? Yes! My brother, my brother. We are on the same page, Dominic, finally. Russ, Dominic, wait, wait, wait. You, 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 you got a few more, Russ? You got a few more to go in there? Yeah, one you got, Russ, thing. Russ, one Russ, 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 Russ. We have to save the next thing until the next time. Okay. But, Russ, okay. if, you got, if you got some more words that I, I won't call them, I won't call them animals. I will call them rabbit, savage, dogs and i'm gonna come up with a few other terms so i i won't just because you know dominic you're using dog okay uh i gotta come up with some uh 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 uh, something that belongs on the bottom of my shoe almost like when you step in uh something in the street and you gotta wipe it off they're lower than that how about how about that russ and it's not just me that thinks that right you have all the other Arab countries that think exactly the same thing, that say these people are troublemakers. They don't want anything. They're not about anything except harassing the good people of Israel and using rape, Russ, as as part of uh, uh, of uh, of war, which is disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And so, Russ, please don't ask me about this 17-year-old girl with her dog again because I may bang my head on the table. I don't know why. You know, your point is that she wasn't raped. I mean, you don't know. We don't know. But with me, and I apologize to you folks that we can't get to any more calls. With me right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight on this Friday morning. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Dominic. You got a haircut. Uh, well, a few days ago, I put some gel in today. That you're, might be you're, the. You're, you're embarrassing us because you know I got the gray, I got the gray, and I and I'm all busted. I and... saved some of my hair for you if you oh, want. Yeah? Yes. No, no, I'm still pissed <laughs> pissed off at you because you didn't tell me about the spray for men like me, so we can <laughs> add a little hair. You know what I'm saying? You didn't tell me, Frank. I'm sorry. I have a whole f- bunch of things that I think are going to really improve you that I'll tell you off. Okay, here. quickly. What do you have coming? All right, up? we're going to have some fun for the next four hours. We're a lot of fun stuff to get to. We're going to do Ask Frank Anything for the next hour. We have denunciations, but uh, we're really in the mood to have some fun. we got Ron Albanese coming in studio. He's going to play some holiday music. We have, uh, we're have we going to talk cigars for people looking to buy cigar gifts for somebody in their life. And uh, we're going to talk smartphones. We're going to talk to a doctor who says smartphones are not the best, not just for children, but for adults. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up. I'll see you Sunday night at 11 p.m. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 